hurts. My fingers hurt. They never said that. <laughs> uh, but they did. <laughs> that's because we were recording in your cold-ass garage. Yeah, I, I will say quite a bit of an upgrade. But first, yeah. you know, let's just cut to it. Okay. We, have, a, we have an amazing guest. Uh, he's in Our the studio now, it, but yeah, it's true. <laughs> but uh, I do want to, you know, pick up on what's on the call sheet. Oh, what's on the call sheet? Yeah. So what's on the call sheet is a new segment we're going to do at the start of every episode. And what it is, is we basically uh, just ask each other quick questions on what's going on with the week creatively. Will so it? if I ask you what's going on this week, I don't care about your cat. I want to know about what your cat's oh. editing. Oh, well, my cat doesn't have fingers, so it's kind of a problem. But I'm trying. I'm trying to teach him. There was one Take time. a little bit of my workload off, and I don't have to pay him. So <laughs> There's one time Aaron messed up on an edit, and we watched it, and he said, I'm pretty sure my cat did that. Yeah, like he literally <laughs> deleted like 30% of whatever it was I was doing. <laughs> Luckily, I think it was on like a minute-long video, so it was all right. Yeah, so creatively, what's up this week? Real quick, um, 30 seconds or less answer. All right. So I've been doing a little bit of screenwriting, which is great. Uh, working on uh, Rebecca and Eliza Cougar Mystery Club, Love which uh, I'm still, still having a ton of fun with it. Um, and I've, so you said creative. You didn't necessarily say fun, but I've been editing a sales course for one of my clients. It's yeah. been a pretty pretty big course. Um, and you know, like I said, not particularly fun, but you know, it, it, it keeps my, uh, my Your editing muscles. Oh, yeah. my fingers hurt. Oh, yeah. my fingers. <laughs> the, so then do I, do I then ask you what have you done creatively this week? You don't have to. I was going to ask you what, I was going to ask you what, <laughs> you, fa- what fails you had this week. Oh man. Fails. Oh, like creative fails. Yeah. <laughs> cause, cause I was kind of a long too list. Many on it. Yeah. Too many to count. And I'm sure I'd forget some. <laughs> well, okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call it a fail, I guess. Um, but my, I've been putting my time management to like the stress test this week. Sure. Cause it, like I said, this course I've been working on, it's been like very much head down, close the door. So my cat, cat can't get in. See, I wasn't, <laughs> yeah, he just being yeah. funny. It's no, like, no, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Well, he's, he's so, he was a pandemic cat. Wait, I said, I was going to talk about cats. So what's on the radar for this upcoming week? Notice how I just cut you off. Yeah, you did. Which yeah. is great. Sometimes yeah. I need that I know, I know. because I'll just keep on going on like I'm doing right now. Remember, this uh, is the call sheet. So call we got 30 sheet. seconds or less. Well, where's the closest hospital? <laughs> Wait, it's not a real call sheet. Oh, it's not that kind of But I will sheet. let you know what the weather is today and when sunset and sunrise okay, is. Okay, perfect, yeah. perfect. Five, okay, 514. Okay, so for the for the upcoming week, so I'm going to be starting next week uh, working on, I'm going to uh, write and teach a course on Premiere. I love that. Yeah, uh, which is going to be great. Uh, it's for a company that I used to work for. I used to do the editing for them. And uh, this time I'm writing and doing the course and somebody else is editing it, See, which is amazing. See, that's what you call a full circle moment. That's right. I mean, I'm still editing a course. Yeah, but, <laughs> you're, but you're teaching somewhere you used to work yeah yep that's amazing it's, full circle it's, it's kind of cool it's pretty cool and it was nice they like yeah they they called me and they're like hey you know uh we remember that you're a god at, at editing sure sure they said that <laughs> yeah they pretty much said exactly that and they were looking for a teacher and so i was like yeah man i'll look bro <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also coming up uh also coming up this next week so the feature uh film that drew and i did uh um, and maybe I can't say the name yet, but the feature film that we did, um, we're, we're, at the so, very, we're at the very end of the post process. So I'm yeah. getting the, just literally today, I got a hard drive in the mail with all the colored files. Sick. Um, and I'll be getting the audio here very soon. And then I get to kind of like start putting it all together, which it's actually a really fun part of it. It's a little bit, it can be a little bit tedious just cause you're like copying, pasting, like, you know, uh, size information and whatnot, but it's pretty fun. Cause you get to see, I'm, I'll be the first you person to, watch to it see it all colored. together. Yeah. Color, yeah. good color, good sound. Uh, I'll put the credits in. It's which been fun made. watching that process. Yeah, so I'm 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 pretty excited to like start zeroing in on like the final final product. Yeah, I love that. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool. excited to see it too. Yeah. And by the way, I think you you can say it because we talked about it last podcast. Oh, did we? Okay, <laughs> okay, well, I'm not going to. Yeah, that. <laughs> that sounds cooler if you don't. Yeah, uh, I yeah, can just re- leave it to your imaginations. Uh, it's a very 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 cool movie. <laughs> 
What'd you do uh, creatively this week? Uh, yeah, so creatively this week, had a couple meetings, trying to fit in some retainers for 2024. Nice. Uh, that way we can lock in some income and then project farther. Love income. Income rules. <laughs> so that was good. We have a shoot on Friday, and then that's pretty much that for creative this week. That shoot coming up on Friday is pretty big, so I'm just getting the studio ready. Yeah. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Uh, what fails did you have this week? Oh, gosh. And it, I mean, you know, it can be this week. It could be, you know, we're in the middle of the week right now, so it could be I, like... The, so Dalton came down last week and we got a quarter of the grid done just enough for nice. the rental that we had on friday and they were really stoked and had it all wirelessly you know mapped and and the dmx controls and everything it's it's pretty sick problem was is we ran into so many issues we were not prepared for the first day of hanging that stuff uh, so i what i had to do is i had to go in and buy punching bag holders oh so okay. i had to buy 35 to 40 of these things and they're not cheap no because we can't throw a chain over the support beams in right. the studio I thought we were going to be able to. So in order to hold the weight correctly and make it safe, I mean, basically you'll be able to, uh, you can hang a car from this thing if you'd like to. Can, can I hang my car from it? <laughs> well, your car will be great. Yeah, it's, it's small. It's a good test car. Uh, that's not the goal to make cars fly in the studio, but oh. we, I, w I just want to be extra safe and extra cautious because people will be standing under it. So yeah, makes yeah. sense. Makes uh, sense. So I, I, we worked, uh, we wasted a whole day. <laughs> we wasted a whole. Day. I mean, it sounds like you learned something. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but the problem with this place, is, and I don't want to go past thirty seconds like I already have, but it's so. What's on your radar for the upcoming week? <laughs> <laughs> Two steps forward, one step back. Baby. I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this week, a couple shoots coming up, both in field and in studio. Nice. Uh, doing a lot of camera prep, and I just got the uh, large crate of camera goodies to Ooh. the studio by myself yesterday so that's nice to have all of my gear in one place that's nice that's nice and well and like you said uh, you know more secure than where you had it at your house before like yeah. there's several levels of security here which is great it's insane How, I, this God. place is wired <laughs> yeah yeah it is <laughs> so yeah uh lots of fails lots of fun lots yeah. of creativity and a lot to look forward to very cool very cool i'm very very excited to get into the guest he's been setting excuse here. me <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what did I sign up for? Come here, Keith. Uh, what's up, buddy? Hi, Keith. Hey. <laughs> you just, <laughs> all right, well, thank you for joining us for the right. podcast. Right. I gotta go. That's a wrap. Keith now. Yeah, Keith Fearnow, he's fearing now, for sure. I'm so fearful. Uh, guys, we gotta introduce Keith. Keith Fearnow is a Utah-based photographer specialized in adventure, lifestyle, and fashion imagery. As a visual storyteller, Keith travels the world to capture human emotion and powerful landscapes with international brands and individuals alike. He received a bachelor's degree in communication of arts and graphic design in 2009, and soon after that, he learned that a 9-to-5 cubicle life wasn't for him. Since then, he's built a reputation shooting for a diverse client base, including Lululemon, Logitech, Mercedes, and more. He continues to create unique and impactful art, and he is the happiest with his wife. And, oh, I see. You haven't. You, That's this old. Is old. This is old. <laughs> this is old. This is straight from Internet. Editions. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this custom then. He, conti <laughs> he continues to create unique and impactful art, and he is happiest with his wife, Eva, his son, Nikolai, Nikolai, Nikolai. and his dog, Max, in Salt Lake City, Utah. Welcome, dude. Thanks, dude. Yeah, Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to have you. You've been here a lot. You've been hanging out here a lot. I've been chilling. I've been here. working. Yeah. 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 I've been just, you know, I, I obviously don't spend a lot of time in the studio, so, like, this has been very different. Yeah. I look at all this gear, and I'm like, I have no idea what that light is called, what it does. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you got like, through. Yeah. It's not the sun, so I, I don't know what it, it's supposed to do. Well, so. yeah, and we can get into that, because I do want to talk about, like, specifics about why and how you use natural light, because that's, like, what you your, one of your biggest proponents, right? And you work a lot in the field. So it's not that you haven't taken the time to learn studio. You just, your career took off outside. Right. 
And I think there's something to say about that too. So what's your origin story? Yeah. How are you, how are you conceived? <laughs> well, yeah. so origin story. I am from a small town in Indiana. Um, I grew up in a city that has two traffic lights. And we had a day in my high school where the kids drew, drove their tractor to school. Oh, well. we had that and too. Like, <laughs> and like, so all the faculty and staff, like they couldn't park in their parking lot because they reserved for tractors. John Newton. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I never had a tractor. People ask me this and I was like, I never had a tractor, but I always like was jealous. <laughs> I lived in well, town. Yeah, my own tractor. Well, yeah, you're an Indiana boy. You had to yeah. go to Uncle Lee's to ride the tractor. We had tractor. A, My grandpa had like 60 acres. Exactly. So like he had tractors and we had all that out there, but not like, you know, in the big city. Sure. <laughs> like define big city. In yeah, yeah, right. No, that's cool. I was very happy in Indiana for a really long time. I loved the people. I loved like, I was honestly a country boy for a very long time. I drove like a lifted truck and I would go like, I, mud that. I would go like yeah. mudding sure. and like get stuck. There's nothing like... else to do there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, right. Like, and I say to listener, I'm from Indiana. We grew up pretty close and we didn't know each other, but it's <laughs> I'm, everything you're saying, I'm like, yeah, it's very normal. Mm -hmm. like, it's right. like, yeah. you're, like, you don't have to explain it to me. Yeah, well, and I'm, you know, I'm from a small town in Idaho, so it's yeah. really not that different from how I grew up either. Yeah, in yeah. fact, yeah. We, uh, the more Aaron and I talk about things, like, I mean, Idaho is, you know, very, very similar, similar. Yeah, yeah. And, as far as everything goes. Yeah, lots, lots of white people. <laughs> <laughs> lots of potatoes. Lots yeah. of potatoes. Lots of potatoes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Haven't That's... heard that one before. Yeah. Lots of spuds <laughs> yeah. and studs. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so but... you were happy in Indiana riding your tractor around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the parades and, you know, to get, you know, to get groceries and stuff. Right, 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 right. Um, <laughs> no, but I was very content up until I got about to my early to mid-20s. Um, and I just kind of realized I kind of tapped out on, you know, Indiana as like Main, a place where mainstream. I could, yeah, a place where I could grow and like develop and not just like go drinking like three nights a week and like call it a good life. Cause that's kind of like, that was all I did. Like that was the high, the high end. Like that's what, that was the highlight. Um, but I took a trip. So my, my dad moved to Wyoming and I took a trip out to visit him. Uh, and then I had a friend move to Utah, like not too long after that. And the more that I went to the mountains, I was like, I need to be, I need to be around this. I need to like, there's really, it, it's funny. Like when you go to like Utah or Salt Lake, you meet a lot of really diverse, interesting people. It's because everyone's a transplant. Yeah. Yeah. And it pulled me into it because I was like, not only do you get these really interesting, like beautiful places, but you get to interact with all these people and like tell that story of, you know, what they're doing with the camera. Mm -hmm. And I was like, there's there's really good things that are in Indiana, but it's not worth sticking around for. Like, family. I love family. It, now that I have a kid, it's really been like, you know, for my wife and I, it's been really tough to like, you know, plan to travel. We they A lot of them haven't even met him yet. He's only four months old. So right. like, I'm trying to figure all that out. Um, and that's been the hardest part. But honestly, like Utah was a launch pad for like creative. It is. Um, it's, a, it's a very inspiring place. Yeah. yeah. It's extremely inspiring. Yeah. You're selling the landscape. You have interesting people. Mm -hmm. It kind of makes you feel more welcome 
because everyone is kind of in the same boat. I don't speak yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Like, all three, all three of us are transplants. Yeah. And like yeah. we, and I mean, the amount of friends I have that are also transplants, majority of them, yeah. I think. Right. It's like, why do you, everyone's complaining about, not to get off topic, but the ski resorts are insane right now yeah. with how crowded they are. And everyone's like, ah, oh, it's, people are traveling. And it's like, no, people are fucking moving. Yeah. <laughs> people, are, people are moving here. Yeah. living here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, yeah. What was the, like the how, impetus to actually like move here? Yeah. So I had a buddy that I met in college in Indiana. Um, I, I know I just mentioned this briefly, but he moved here. I came out here to visit him and his wife. And that weekend, I was only here for three days. We did a hike up to Lake Blanche mm-hmm. and we went like downtown and went to some bars and stuff. I went back to Fort Wayne and I put in my two weeks. <laughs> what, what were you doing at the time? I was actually had a really good job. Probably, honestly, if I look back at it, it was probably the best group of people I could have ever worked with. It oh. was uh, it was doing graph design and marketing for a mall, an outdoor oh. mall. Oh, so cool. I did like all their social media stuff. I was shooting like- okay, It could be worse, yeah. I had a GoPro 3. <laughs> and I was creating- Did you bring it with you? <laughs> it's in my it's in my office at home now but go. um that's what started it all like honestly because i i actually went to school for graphic design i got a bachelor degree in graphic design so i was doing like billboards magazine ads like stuff like that oh, right brochures on. like i can do all that like multi-page layout stuff and, and that's fine and now when you drive around salt lake you see keith's photos on a billboard and i know lake. right yeah. yeah wild yeah and i didn't have to design it yeah i got to go be creative <laughs> yeah well i guess there's a creative element there is that too but yeah. but more of the way you wanted to do it right right so when i moved to utah i did not own a professional camera i had the gopro 3 that i mentioned mm. and i was like doing everything i could put i was pushing that motherfucker as far as it would go <laughs> like photo video it was doing yeah. it all i had How to many- go paw the pole yeah, the and pole. i had like the uh the floaties like i took it like you know on trips and stuff yeah speaking of that i want to just backpedal just for a second so i mentioned like i really enjoyed like going to the mountains a couple times that i did um i was very sheltered mm-hmm. like most of my two first two decades of life like I didn't see the ocean until, until I was 26 years old. Oof. Um, I didn't get on a plane until I was 18. Damn. Oh, wow. I did not take a flight until I was 18 years old. Gotcha. Wow. So, like, when I got, like, a, a glimpse of life outside of, you like, were, the cornfields. There was no selling. You were in. I was, like, I'm so curious about everything. Yeah. And I have to document it. And yeah. I have to, like, t- story tell and, like, do all this stuff. So, that, that mall job that I had when I had the GoPro 3... I would work nine to five and then I would stay afterwards and edit till probably 11 PM almost every day Jesus. Uh, because and, and I wanted to be, extra. no, that was for fun. Mm-hmm. That was like vacation videos sure, and well. stuff I would do with a dog or like, like your, your Rory Kramer shout out. That's part of it. Indiana. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like that style of lake life videos. Yeah. 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 Shout out Rory. Love Shout you. Out. <laughs> Run it. <laughs> Run it. It might be in one or two of my videos, but yeah, that's an important building block of like who I am now, honestly. So and that, yeah, we can probably jump into Rory when we talk about who inspired you, right? For sure. That's so cool, man. So you moved out here or so you, you were doing the mall job. You said, I'm, 
I'm in. I'm in. Like, no like I'm taking my GoPro yeah, three. Take and it going my, to, going taking my GoPro three and my dog. And I'm, I'm fucking out of here. I'm fucking out of here. Shove it, man. Yeah. You guys rattle me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. Um, <laughs> did you go straight into freelance or did? No. So, so now you're in Utah. This was what, nine years ago, probably? Yeah. yeah. I dirtbagged it for a long time. Okay. Living, I lived with a buddy that was, that I mentioned was here. So you, so you didn't uh, move out with your wife. No, we didn't know each other. You didn't know your No, I was okay. single, uh, ready to mingle okay. when I moved out here. Gotcha. It was just like free bird, like. I can see you with, I can see the GoPro now in the dash with that yeah. song playing. Yeah. Totally. The yeah. lifted truck. Yeah. <laughs> just out of every gas station. Yeah. Just an open road ahead of you. My cut off jorts. Yeah. <laughs> when you pull through Wyoming, people are like, what's up, local? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Come on>. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, man. All right, so yeah, so you get to Salt Lake. What do you like? Did you have anything set up and ready to go, or were you did you just like roll into town? You're like, all right, what now? You were couch surfing, but what were you doing for work? So I had a little bit of money saved up from that job. Since my dad lived in Wyoming, he was an eight hour drive, and he did construction work. So I would drive back and forth, not not obviously every day, but like I would go work with my dad for two weeks in in Wyoming for construction. Sure. And hate life. Yeah. <laughs> like it was cool to be up there. I love Wyoming and love family, but it's, like you, it's, you knew it was your, uh, you're just doing it for money. Yeah. Like you, you knew it was just a stepping stone. Right. And I was living super cheap so I could like bring that back and then continue to job search and everything and mm-hmm. do what I was doing. So Make I got a, I got a job doing graph design work for a medical device company, the most uncreative, uh, corporate, like here's the colors we want to use. Here's the layout we want to use. Yep. Just do it. Here's do your it. Yeah. And I got that job about two months after moving here, but I was pretty open to options. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. just like, I'll just get a job and I'll be here. And then I'll just keep doing what I'm doing after work. Mm-hmm. I was happy with that. Cool. And at the time I still like graphic design too. I don't do nearly as much as that anymore. Uh, that reflects a lot in your, um, not to get off topic, but your graphic design work reflects a lot in your templates you build and stuff. Like we were going through that brief the other day before mm. our meeting. Yeah. Like your stuff, just the presentation looked amazing. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. That all kind of carries over. Yeah, Honestly, a sure. lot of art, you know, is it's like the same wavelength, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So totally. whether it's something on a layout in InDesign or something that's like. Yeah, Cause your brain sees composition, no matter yeah. what it is yep. that you're Color, composition. Color, yeah, yeah exactly. That exactly. Yeah. That, that job was two and a half years where I was happy to be doing it, but I got to a point to where there's a heavy LDS community here. No, what? <laughs> I don't know if you know. Get right out of town. I haven't heard a um, thing about that. Nope. <laughs> but I, so like, I didn't know that. And when oh. I got the job, it was a LDS family owned company. Oof. I'll just say it, it for not, you. I'll say it for you. Cause you couldn't. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no offense, everybody. Practice how you how you want to. Yeah, yeah. Like they're super friendly uh, and everything. But I was like walking around the office the first week and be like, "Hey, you want to go out for a beer after work?" And it was like a twenty four year old dude that like, like <gasps> I thought we could be like pretty oh, no. good buddies. Did he, did he and he's like, I have four kids and I have to like paint four. my white picket fence this weekend on my house. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> what did I? What, what is? And the more I got to know people, I was just like, I can't connect. Like yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, it's it's a different. Mm-hmm. It's a different. I was looking yeah. at a road trip to Southern Utah like every weekend yeah. or like you're trying to find d- your homies. Like, drink a couple nights a week, yeah. like just. Yeah, I was not, you were no obligations. Right, you were not in the right. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a while for me to like job there. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong people. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a while for me to find friends when I first came here because of where I was working. And it wasn't until I went into news 
uh, which had far fewer, for whatever reason, far fewer LDS people there that I started to like make, like make my real friends here. Yeah, that's so it. interesting. Yeah. So the last day of that job, I took a picture of the desk and I still have it in my office right now. <laughs> oh, really? And my, my <laughs> wife wrote, fuck off, like in a, in a Sharpie on the, on the post, like on the. So she was a big fan, a big fan. She loves. She, she's heard this story. Like I t- told the story on yeah. like our first date. But this is your origin story. Yeah, this and this, it's it. it's part of the fuel. It's part of like what right. drives me. I honestly believe I have like another gear mm-hmm. when I'm like on set and I can like I could just put it into six. Sure. And just go mm-hmm. and I think about all the shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's like a superpower. You're right. It, it is a really a good wild. motivator. I hadn't really cool. thought about that before, but it's it's a good motivator. You're like I don't ever want to go back yeah. to that and so it just says okay yeah let's let's find like you said that next gear yeah right and, and, and keep going i feel like when i get like a little bit uh i feel like a little bit of an ego building or something along those lines where i get a little bit like too full of myself mm-hmm. um i like, think about shit like that dude yeah i really think there's a lot of power there to just keep yourself level and like yeah. It's really hard to do. Well, yeah, but that photo for you, it's a, it's a timestamp mm-hmm. and it, what it does, is it puts your brain back into that state of thinking. Yeah. That's really important. I think because we get so caught up in things, but things move so slowly for us because we're so impatient mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, four years from that job, just say, you know, in your mind, you're like, God, I really haven't accomplished what I want to accomplish. You can look back at that photo and be like, damn, like yeah. doing all right. You yeah, know, yeah. you can feel pretty good about right. yourself. I think that's so, that, that's so important. Uh, I love that you took a photo of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. I had another job that was, it was like a hybrid remote creative Sometimes go in the office like once a week. Sure, one of those. Uh, Aaron had one of those. For yeah, me. I did. Yeah. And, then, and then I stopped going in altogether. Yeah. Because <laughs> I got fired. <laughs> Sorry, we've all been Sorry, fired. So we've all been fired off. from there. Speaking of, like this next one that I that was like a hybrid, I didn't get fired, but they were having trouble. They laid off more than me. They didn't right. lay. So like, it was like a way of They, a they fired layoff. me, but they told me they want to bring me in for projects. Right. But I think that was a way to just get me out the door like, you, give me a little softer it was landing. weird yeah. it was really odd they uh, like told me they were letting me go but then they brought me into a meeting like an hour after that oh that's so, so i was like what so am i am, so am i fired or yeah like, like what's they, the deal here? they talked about doing projects like a month later with me like on a freelance basis oh that's the best because they were yeah and i was that's stoked i was like i just that's the know, best way to I get raise my rates oh yeah oh dude yeah. You, yep. you end up making Times four, and I've yeah. talked about this on the podcast yeah. a thousand times, but when yeah. Dave laid me off from where Aaron was just talking about, where he's I like, all right, got laid off. he goes, all right, bro, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. <laughs> yeah. And you gave me the next day yeah. for a shoot. Yeah, it was like 1200 a day. Perfect. I was yeah. like, that's like yeah. a three-week check. Well, yeah. when you, and also when you're doing that, like your your amount per like minute of work like goes up. Oh, God. like how much, how much well, you're making because you're not spinning your wheels like trying to pretend like you're working at a job, right? You're just doing the work that you need to do and yeah. getting paid for that instead of getting paid for all this time you're screwing around. Like, yeah. like I think it works out better for yeah. kind of like everybody in the right. in the equation, yeah, right? The, the freelance gear yeah. runs a lot faster for yeah. sure. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And then you were freelance. Yeah. So since then I've been a hundred percent freelance. Um, so it's been a year. And I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> yep, my, mine's been just just over a year as well. Doing freelance, yeah. Sick. Rad that I met you during that time, yeah. As well, yeah, dude. I think that that's really cool. So, it's taken me what feels like a very long time 
um kind of what you were saying earlier like you look back at it and you've accomplished a lot yeah just look at that picture though you'll be fine but you like you build up things over over time and you can accomplish a lot if you take it one day at a time and that's kind of like how you think about it like yep discipline is such a massive part of it really is yeah mm-hmm. another thing that's gotten me where i am is like caring like legitimately caring about people and not just trying to get paid yep i feel like so many people uh, that are freelancing, they just want to get a job and they don't necessarily care about the end result or the person. Well, that's so, the first, that's a very natural first thought though. Like you yeah. do have to get paid. Yeah, you're in right. survival mode. Right? Yeah. It's survi- yeah. Exactly. It's yep. survival. Yeah. Exactly. So that's a very normal thought. However, I think what you're saying is it takes over the mentality. Yeah. And so like I started meeting people, networking and building friendships with people that worked at like Lululemon, for example, would we'll right. go down that road. Uh, this was before I ever got a paid job with Lululemon. I knew people that worked there for three years, uh, just friends. Mm-hmm. Like go hiking, we would talk about podcasts. That was it. So in that time, even though we were talking about work mostly, you had found your people. I just had found people that like wanted to like yeah. get after From the outside. first job, yeah. and that was it. Like that was literally it. And that's how the real networking happens. We've talked about this a little bit. Like it's not just, you don't meet somebody, shake hands, trade business cards, and then suddenly you're working together. Like you make real relationships and you make actual friends and you don't push, you know, uh, when are we going to work together? What are we going to do? What are these projects? You just become friends with people that are interested in the same things you're into. And eventually over time, you'll end up doing those things together. Hockey games, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's why we're all, we all come here and that's right. Like, come and gather here we had one of the biggest clients here of the year yeah we all had a blast those are the things you know nobody likes a pushy salesman nope but everybody wants like more friends and like just to be social and like feel like they're taken care of and like be surrounded by people that care about them yeah like who doesn't want that well what's a even a bigger bonus is yeah you care about people but you also love the process Mm -hmm. Of uh, not the process of freelance, but you love the process of photography. Like, 100%. and I don't even know if we've mentioned that, that I know I did at the start, but we have a lot of cinematographers and stuff on here too. But I do want to point out that Keith is like the, like you go into Lululemon and his photos are on the wall. Like these are, he's a professional photographer. Utah is locked down by Keith Fierno. Oh. <laughs> You've been warned. Yeah. <laughs> this is I Keith have, country out here. It's yeah. Keith country. I'm in fear now. <laughs> and we, I mean, well, we were, you know, we were shooting something in the, in the mall, uh, uh, uh like a month or so ago or whatever. Yeah. And we just turned around and Lululemon was behind us. And I go, like you, you're one of your photos. I go, look, there's Keith's there. photo. Yeah. And then we just kept shooting. It. Yeah. yeah. We just kept, we just kept shooting. shooting around yeah. it. Maybe we can talk about those specific Lululemon campaigns. And I mean, I was on a call with you yesterday and you are very confident in this niche of outdoor running, outdoor like landscape, but they're always there's always a human element to it. Right. Uh, let's talk about that. Why running, first off? Why that niche? Because you've mastered it. It's a really, there's some really deep reasons for that. Um, so I'm going to go deep here for a second. Let's we'll go. Dive let's go. In, I'm into it. Deep in let's the pool. Um, I was hired for a job like, three years ago, something like that for, with Logitech, they had a therapist on the trip. Uh, it was like a three day river raft adventure. I talked to the therapist about like on the trip, like why I do what I do. And he's like, you had a really rough childhood and now you build situations where you feel sorry. No, you're good. 
Yeah, I get it. And I get it. <clears throat> you build environments that make you feel safe mm. outside. Like, hold on. <laughs> Dude, you're good. No, no, that's great. Oh, keep talking, yeah. please. You're not the first to cry. I do it almost every week. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just don't talk about, like, no. I'd never talk about this. Hey, and guess what? You don't have to. Yeah. If you don't want to right now, you can stop right no, now. No, it, it's it's good. It's, like, good to talk about it. Yeah. Good. Like, I, I've literally told this to, like, three or four people, hmm. like, ever, so. Well, well this. <laughs> I've told this three or four more. <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe eight. Maybe. <laughs> On a good month, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Someone's cat at home. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah, so that's up to you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fine. Um, but I, I really, really dig where this is going. Yeah, I do, too. And so. Yeah, so, like, I had a really rough upbringing. Um, it wasn't that, like, my parents didn't care about me and stuff like that. It was honestly, like, my brother. Mm -hmm. um, he created an environment where I didn't feel safe. Mm. My dad would have to replace, like, windows and doors in our house because he would, like, break through them. Sure. I did not feel safe at home, mm -hmm. like, for half a decade. Yeah. Uh, he would, like, steal my car. He would steal clothes. Oh, damn. Like, it was... Without going like sure crazy like now it's a really rough relationship and my wife like doesn't want him around mm, sure um but the going back to like why I do what I do I looked for reasons that brought like that were fulfilling and like brought me security but they're also like art and I've been an artist my whole life I remember when I was five like doing like finger paintings and like drawings and stuff mm -hmm. like my grandma would put stuff on the fridge and like. I won art awards all through the cool, like mm -hmm. school, like different elementary, middle school, and all that stuff. So that's always been there, like creating something, like whatever medium it is. Mm -hmm. um, so blending that together and also knowing that, like, my family has a lot of health problems. Um, my mom has a disease called, I don't want to go into details on it, but you don't have to. She, she she has lost her mobility um and she is like bringing on dementia now um so like you know that's a that's a clock that's like going yeah. pretty quick yeah um and my dad has also had like mobility issues pretty recently like in the last year he had procedure on his spine where they removed oh, like wow. a um it wasn't cancerous but it, it really messed him up where his mobility is not what it, all what it used to be. So he can't walk like normal at all anymore. Oh, wow. Um, and there's just a lot of, you know, le le go to the Midwest and like it's a lot of overweight problems. Yeah. So like all this is building up in my head and I'm like, I like to be in control of a lot of things. It's probably why I'm, I'm such a good entrepreneur. And he he's such a big part of like, someone I idolize like my dad is like my superhero mm -hmm. and like when you see like him in the hospital and you have to like spoon feed him because he like can't move his arms because he just got out of a crazy surgery for hours right um it changes you it absolutely does yeah <clears throat> so like all this stuff together is like I need to get into an industry that I'm like healthy where I'm around people that take care of themselves because it's going to make me take care of myself like you're the average of like the five people you're around right yeah mm -hmm. so um I've been around like Olympians. I've been around people that literally make me puke on, on hikes in Alaska mm -hmm. while I'm carrying camera gear. And it, it's like the best day ever. It's weird. 
Um, I get that. It's just like blending all these things together, all these different reasons of why. Right. And it's like, you know, we were talking about this earlier of like the roller coaster of like being an entrepreneur and like owning Mm -hmm. your own business and stuff. And it's like, this doesn't work. Like what the fuck is going to like, how, how is it? Where are you going to channel this stuff? Right. right? Because I've worked so hard to do what I do and I have all these deep seeds that are like, Mm -hmm. have grown from like this little seedling to this like giant tree. Well, like, there's no working backwards. Right. Uh, just what you, I was going to say. You, you can't go back. You from would that. you would jump yeah. off a cliff. Yeah. And you would splat. Once you right. once an artist has finally found the the art that they feel like they're supposed to be making. Yeah. You can't just stop. Yeah. You can't. And <laughs> yeah. And in the way that they want to make it. Right. Right. That's for you being freelance. Right. Right. Like you're very much wired to be in this industry. You're very much wired to think and be in control. Mm-hmm something in my head that I've been thinking about a lot too is this place and like is it a control thing is it just that I want the best for everyone I want to help provide it I want to make good art like it's just to your point it's a mix of all of those things yeah mm-hmm. it's just this tornado I, I wouldn't say it's a nice blended like portion like but it's it's a yeah it's not it's fucking ugly there's yeah. like cows in it yeah. oh, God. it's like a twister you know yeah, yeah. but but it's you know because it is it's like yeah. a very emotional there's it's fucking totally. sad this keith this podcast used to be funny it's not anymore literally the term tortured artist like it's there yeah. for yeah. a reason is because it's, it's those are the things that make us do what we do right yeah. the things we want to see our experiences that we've had we want to find different ways to convey them and usually it's because we also need to expel some of our own demons from them like yeah right you know with with screenwriting not to diverge too far but with screenwriting they say you know you everybody that writes screenplay is going to probably first but eventually for sure write their own story first and that doesn't necessarily mean autobiographical it just means like the things that are important in your life you know those the best that's what you're going to put down on paper first yep so that that's all i was going to say i I think that that's Oh, that's yeah, but, so, but I think right. it's the same thing for for all kinds of art. Like, so the the stuff you're putting out, it's it's deep seated. It comes from a place, and you like you know what you want to create. And so even through photos, you're telling your story first, right? Right. I think I think that that's thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I no, mean, we really really appreciate that. I know like stuff like that isn't easy to talk about. Well, and you you and I have connected on very like a very surface level, and which is totally great because we have a lot in common being from the same place and everything. But now I understand a lot more now and, and why you do, and even your thought process, yeah, like yeah. when elaborating through a meeting or uh, why you can or can't do something like I, that helps me understand a lot. It's really, it's cool. Like, yeah, I, know, that's, I, that's, I, I appreciate this who we are. That, yeah. That's what makes us the artists that we are. Yeah. 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 And I, yeah. And I think without your brother fucking jumping through windows and shit, I, you probably wouldn't be where you are today. I would be so, probably still in Indiana. Yeah. Like jumping out of fucking windows. <laughs> <laughs> Find the highest building in Indiana, which is like two stories, seven stories. Yeah. You'll land in court. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I think that there's a value in the negative. As well. And I will say yeah. that call that we were on yesterday was a really big deal to me because that's yeah, basically was. what I was building. Mm-hmm. And I will also say, I do not just randomly like, invite people like i like yeah it would be an honor to have you on one of those i really mean that yeah just because it's a big deal to me but it's also like it's a sacred spot you know what i mean to be on a shoot like that oh yeah and to to do like to spend time that way is like 
you for know, sure we're, our best days are when we're creating absolutely mm -hmm. and, and like, creating with your friends it, yeah it's, it's, definitely. It's, it's like all time yeah i mean it's it doesn't feel like work yeah <laughs> no yeah. Yeah. so you're bouncing ideas yeah. off of each other yeah. like you're getting stoked about each other's stuff like yeah, yeah it's, it's great working it, with your friends is the best and if and i always say to myself too it's like oh if you've done it this long then you'll be all right yeah, yeah. you know like you'll just keep keep the momentum just keep going. at it yeah absolutely <sighs> was that the fire alarm or someone's head that was that was my that was a nike commercial Oh God! Jesus! <laughs> no, not bad. Not bad. So I want to talk about your use of natural light. You mentioned earlier when you came to the studio, you don't know what light names are. Not that that's important, but I mean, your main source of light for everything you're doing is the sun. I know you have dials on your phone, you're checking times, you, you're very aware of all that, but let's talk about that process and, and why you only use sun. Sure. So in a lot of ways, it simplifies things because there's one light source and you are just open to the elements of whatever's going on with the weather. Um, I kind of really enjoy the spontaneity of weather and like I've done shoots that are in hail I've done shoots that are oh, hail. all hail, all hail, not oh, a game. <laughs> yeah. I'm in hail. <laughs> wow, we we're done. Uh, I've done shoots that are in hail. I've done shoots that are in like you know bluebird, like just perfect conditions and everything in between. And I there's something that I really enjoy about the authentic authenticity of natural light. Um, I do think there's some really cool things you can do with like your studio as we found out. Sure. Um, but you know, this is different. Yeah. It's just different. It's all it is. But the way that I got started was shooting like vacation videos and stuff outdoors on like road trips with my friends. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of translated into like outdoor athletes and trail running and like that kind of thing. Um, and when you have like five national parks in one state, yeah. you just kind of like sick background. It's yeah. yeah. You, you just work with what's there and it's, it crushes mm -hmm. um especially certain times of day morning and night and all that stuff are you even though you're using the sun as a as your main source are you bouncing or doing anything like that are you are you using a bounce are you using bounce cards for backlight to do are you doing any of that or i do i'll use like bouncers uh for a lot of the lululemon shoots mm -hmm. um i'll have i'll bring somebody in for that kind of stuff cool to hold like a hold a flag or hold, yeah hold a bounce exactly yeah um but it's very limited um I've seen a lot of flash photography that's done outside and I I only like very small percentages of it that I've seen people post just because I it, it just makes it feel like plasticky. Sure. Yeah, yeah and your whole thing is, is nature. That's part of the reason you got into yeah. it, right? So you're gonna wanna yeah. you want it to be as natural as possible. Right. Yeah. And I, I as I learn more about lighting, like I've 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 started to utilize it in some pretty big shoots. Um I had a two day shoot over the summer. And we brought in, you know, just like a small artificial light and it was just like mobile mm -hmm. and it was epic. Like it, it worked so well because I was able to shape it the way I wanted and just make it look like it was part of the environment yep. versus something that was added. Yeah. Yeah. It's sourced, right? <clears throat> right. So you have a way to, you know, you have a reason right. to, to light. Right. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of my shoots are very almost in the moment feeling. Mm -hmm. um, and I want the light to feel that way too. Yeah, well, and a lot of your photos, everything that I've seen, there's someone moving. Mm. So a lot yeah, of that's true. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of like someone's running. So you're creating m movement with your still image. Right. And and I'm not just saying this, but every time I look at a photo of someone running from you, it, I feel like 
I've, I've got like two steps before or a couple of steps after, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel, I do feel some movement in those photos. Mm. A lot of times if you would bring in that artificial light, you would not feel that. And then your camera settings would be a little different. You know, you're dragging a little bit with your shutter, creating some movement. You're, you're also tightening up the shutter and making it nice and sharp. So adding artificial light to something like what you're doing mm -hmm. would be pretty hard to make it feel as natural as yeah. what you're and doing. And not artificial. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Yep. So, okay. So how long, how long have you been doing freelance now? Like full time? I started it like six years ago, uh, seven years ago ish. I'd have to pull out a calendar. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's super easy, right? <laughs> yeah. It's basically just like a walk in the park. But full time, right. full time, you said you've been for a year. About a year. About yeah. a year now. And yeah. there was some time before that too, where I did it uh, full time. And then I just kind of went back and forth mm -hmm. as, as the freelance life goes, like yeah. it's not stable. So right. like you look for something that bounces it out. Right. And then I took that remote job where it just kind of like gave me some some peace of mind right yeah. so yeah. yeah so we'll talk about that a little bit because uh same for me i've been i've, I've done some freelance work before but i've been full-time freelance for for just a little over a year now and i have my feelings about what i do and don't like about it but i'm curious about you so like yeah what are the things that you you do like about it what are what are the things that are hurdles for you what are what are the things you don't like so much about it some things that i really like about freelance are that you are your own boss mm -hmm. um you can hold yourself accountable and you can work anytime you want and you don't have to just be there on a nine to five thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you can pick how you want to spend your time. Control. Yeah. Control. Yeah. Control. It's all control. control. It's all about yeah. control. Yeah. control and freedom. Control. <laughs> it's right. Control. Freedom. Call everybody else and freedom for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but you can, you can pick and choose like what you want to work on and where, yeah. what direction you want to go. And like, if you need to pivot your whole freaking brand overnight, then like you could, you have that freedom to try it. It's, true. it's insanity, but <laughs> yeah, you can, you can do that. That's the thing. Yeah. We're all looking around this room. Like what? I feel like there was a rebrand recently. Well, and another thing, and this, this plugs into the freelance as well is it can be really hard when you're working and living in the same place to separate those two lives, right? You just bleed yes. over to each other. The stress from work bleeds over way more into your personal life than, yes. than it would otherwise. So now you have this separate place. Like we used to, we used to all go to offices, right? And like mm -hmm. work there and then we'd come home and then we did home stuff there. And when you're freelance, a lot of times all that stuff is just intertwined. Yeah, like, there's a, yeah, you're a hundred percent right and you yeah. nailed it. And what's weird is I didn't figure that out and didn't even notice it until I started going home for the weekend uh, uh -huh. and and not leaving it all behind leaving it all behind yeah, yeah because i everything i do is the studio was at home my office was inside the house right. my studio was right outside the house like i lived and breathed in all of it and it was really confusing yeah i actually really love the amount of clarity it gives me totally uh, totally yeah yeah you have nice separation far fewer lanes that you have to be in when you're at home yeah it's literally i-15 there's four lanes you drive home <laughs> uh, i-15 refers to a freeway yeah that's uh yeah you literally drive home and then you're home and then it's separate interstate 15 yeah <laughs> so, so. <laughs> well it's it's yeah and like my old office now is becoming like a retro room i'm yeah i'm looking for like a crt television and i'm gonna put my old Ooh. game system on it and Ooh, I, I like that, that. like te teach my kiddo how to to rock some old games yeah yeah games. so i don't know the level of separation there i think is really important and you you don't realize how deep you are in it when you're in it and yep. you don't realize that you're pulled out of it until you're you've been out of it for like yeah a it's called months. can't see the forest for the trees right i mean i'm not sure about it. i've heard that one but okay <laughs> <laughs> okay okay but so so we we, we talked we talked about like what you have enjoyed about doing freelance what are the things you really don't like 
there's a lot of things that I really love about it. Um, the things that have been difficult, uh, if if I were to pick some, um, just the instability of it yeah. of like that's my biggest you have too. a you have a really great call say mm -hmm. with a with a potential huge job and then it's like three weeks of not knowing anything yeah or like it was video it could be even longer than that too yeah like you yeah, get a good yeah, call yeah. not not get paid for three months right you know? <laughs> right um so like learning how to like fight those demons that are obviously gonna like come in your head like yeah freelance is like at least for me in my situation it's been like the the ultimate motivator for like personal growth mm. uh, and challenging yourself as a, as a human, like maybe not daily, but weekly battles with yourself to totally. like, just make yourself better. Uh, we and, can all speak to that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, so when I was in high school, I, I was like famously quiet. Like I didn't ever talk. I spoke up one time in class when I was like a junior and was like, <gasps> and yeah, no, it, people were like, Oh my God, he talked. Oh, it, like, that's how far I've come. Good job, dude. It's like that's crazy. awesome. Now it's you're crazy. on a fucking podcast. Yeah, like we're all yeah, with you. <laughs> <laughs> you're we're in a bunker. Yeah. <laughs> I was the same way, though. Like, I was at school. I'd be walking around with my backpack yeah. on in the hallway, just head down, looking at the floor, and everybody's like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing's wrong. I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Am I supposed to be doing something else? I don't... Right. Yeah. But yeah. That's that's crazy, man. I wouldn't have ever have thought that for yeah. meeting you because... No, I never would have guessed that. Mm -hmm. It's it's funny because I'm very quiet in a lot of situations, but if you get me around something that I like to talk about or that I'm interested in, shut you up, right? That yeah, that time I I will have a lot to say, but then it gets shut back off, and I'm mm -hmm. like, I don't know anything about that. I'll just listen. Well, I met I'm, you in a chat room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no, this what what what, what chat room? <laughs> yeah, which one was it? It was like three a.m. It was a couple. Yeah. I have a couple subscriptions. I have to look back which one it was. <laughs> Keith's OnlyFans is. Uh... <laughs> yeah, your OnlyFans is lit, Keith. We're gonna yeah. link that in the description below. That's my. Uh, that's if freelance doesn't work out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, at least, backup plan. At least you have a hell of a library. Yeah, already. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I make a hundred thousand on feet pictures every year. <laughs> Uh, oh, show me your feet. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's really cheap. Six six ninety nine a month. <laughs> so, just to let everyone know, was was a creator's chat room. Sure, uh, <laughs> that's what we'll call it. Creator, why not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, but that Discord, that group, like slipped away. There was like this whole like education thing, and there was like these learning things, and then all of a sudden it just kind of ended. Mm -hmm. Not sure why, but. That's not important. But what was cool is we all kept on the Discord and just chatted with each other and people were sharing Google folders oh, cool. of of presentations and people were getting doing spec work and like doing, you know, fake briefs and then people would read them and then they'd give them feedback on them. It was really cool. That's cool. It was very, very cool. But I met Keith in that group. There was two there was like three people that really stuck out to me. And and Keith was one of them. And what was crazy is i well i knew he was uh he had i fo started following you on instagram and mm -hmm. you would always post iu stuff yeah and you were in like fort wayne for a, you went to iu for a game i was like dude you're at my college right so i was like oh he's from indiana mm -hmm. so that was our connection then we had coffee and then we realized that we had the same birthday right <laughs> <laughs> not age but same day yeah and uh i guess the point of all that is it was very funny but it was a i i had a very uh easy way to meet you and for someone who's telling me right now that they used to be quiet and a mute in school like i never would have ever have thought that like met you literally, like literally talking yeah i met you <laughs> yeah. i met you i met you in a very 2023 fashion yeah 
And I felt like I had to, if I wanted to be an artist and if I wanted to actually grow my art into a source of income, I had to pull myself out of that. You know, you know uh, I had to. That's like, such an important part of it that, that's been such a struggle for me is, is networking. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this before, but like networking when you're an introvert, like I also am, is really, really hard. Like I, it's not easy for me to just like walk up to somebody and just strike up a conversation and then turn it into work. Like Drew, yeah. you're really good at that. Like yeah. I talk too much sometimes, right? right? right. So there's this healthy balance of too much and not enough and, mm -hmm. and overdoing it, you know, almost. Yeah. And, and, but yes, I like to do that. And if anything, what I like to do is introduce people. Yeah. I introduce you. Like, yeah, that's right. uh, like I, I like to do that because you know, there's a reason we're all in this room. Right? Yeah. yeah. So not, not a big sell to get us all together. It's yeah. like pretty easy. Pretty yeah, easy. Very. Yeah. You guys were talking about your, I was in high school. I wasn't talking mute, mute. And you said yeah. you had your head down. I was like, dude, I was fucking like, surfing trash can lids down the jet I 100% believe that. Like, <laughs> it was, I'm not kidding. Okay. I have a video of it. No, no, I, I know. I believe, I believe you. <laughs> you don't have to prove it. Yeah. Like, I, I know you. <laughs> you were doing that when I got here today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> Dropping. Dude literally keeps the skateboard in the studio just to get from one end to the other. <laughs> like, not even a joke. <laughs> yeah, you knocked on the door. <laughs> Skated across. Yeah. I had this serious conversation with Ron a couple weeks ago. I'm like, this place is too fucking big. I waste valuable time walking when I forget something in the office. So I had to put a skateboard at both ends so I could save fucking time. Because <laughs> I'm either way, I'm just going to start walking back and forth. What an entrepreneur. Yeah, thank you. Entrepreneur. <laughs> really stuff is what's going on now. You're, you know, we've talked about the things you're doing, but like, what's next? Uh, that's a great question. I am building some really exciting like ideas with brands. Um, and like when you get into bigger projects and the freelance industry, you just learn things take time. Mm -hmm. It's, yep. it's literally like planning and over planning, maybe even giving your pitch and then you wait and then you, you ping back and forth and yep. things happen or things don't. And life goes on and then you rinse and repeat yep. over and over for for life. The, re truth, yeah. the retreat idea that you were talking about, or the idea that you just said you were creating ideas, I got to see one yesterday in the meeting. It was awesome. And like, it was really cool just to watch you pitch it through. Is that a thing you're thinking about doing? Like, like just trying to do more of that kind of stuff, like pitching campaigns and pitching these kinds of things rather than just like, I'm a photographer that can take some photos for you. So one thing that I'm, I'm I, I monitor like marketing a lot and what brands are doing. And one thing that I'm seeing more and more of is people are looking for authenticity mm -hmm. and like storytelling in a real way. And I always try to brainstorm like ways that make people authentic or real or in the moment. Um, that's kind of been my MO for a long time, but I'm like doubling down on that because right, I feel like right. now more than ever, people want that on yeah, their social media. Or I totally agree. I mean, every, or, everything is you know gotten very fake with social media over yeah. the years, and like, and I do think, yeah, I think you're right. I think people are kind of like grasping for some some reality and some realness right. in, in in their stuff. Yeah, you're, right. You're not just pitching, "Hey, I'm Keith, and I take photos." Though you're pitching like you're pitching like your style. Well, you're, you're, well, you're pitching a, an experience. Yeah, right. Yeah, oh, right. It's, yeah, it's bigger than me. Yeah, it's a way bigger than yeah. Me. It's way bigger than take Keith taking a couple of people out to for a photo session. Like, right. You're if, you're pitching. If, a full-on retreat. Yeah, if if people were to be on these shoots with me, I want them to walk away from that feeling like their life got better. And that's amazing because you're bringing advocates and people to help those athletes or uh, models that are right. ambassadors. Right. Like, there's going to be a mental health coach there. Like, wow. I don't know. There's just something. But, there's something about that. Like, as I get older, like 
10 years ago, you would have said that. I've been like, who cares? Let's take some sick shots, bro. And like, <laughs> yeah, right, but like right. now I'm like, fuck, I'm, I really could use a 30 minute meditation session totally. before I go out. And totally. it, and it gets, it's getting to the point now where we're all in our phones, like so much so it's much. needed now more than ever. And it's I, going I that trajectory of like being able to give someone an experience away from their phone, uh, wherever it is, whatever the situation, whoever it's with, like people are going to seek that. A hundred percent. Totally. Yep. And, and, an authentic experience. Right. right. Not some right. bullshit. Not right. some bullshit. Yep. Yeah. It's really not real. the fire festival 3.0. <laughs> <laughs> I said three because I think there was a two. <laughs> was <there> a two? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, 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 I think it's pretty cool too. Like you're, you're planning these things as a photographer, but the only output from it is, is not just photos, right? There's other benefits to it. Like you're talking about the, 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 you know, wellness coaches and stuff like that. Yeah. Like pe people are getting more out of it than just some pictures. Right. And I think that's really cool. Like yeah. the, the type of things that art can, can spur on and what art can be a part of. I, don't know, I just think that's really cool. Well, and imagine how much those photos will mean to those. Right. Cause there's a whole lot more behind them. And it's not always just how pretty is the picture, but it's what's behind the so picture. You're, and so, yeah. And again, like, so that experience that you're creating and asking those athletes to go on creates a story. And then they can go back and look at their images. And then that image will just tell so much story. Exactly. Yeah. That's super powerful. Yeah. Amazing. That's fucking awesome. The trips that I've done are like that. Like I still think about all the time. And like there are still people that I talk And you were like, you were the photographer. Yeah. Imagine being I was on the in, other end of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't get, like I was working like 12 hour days. Yeah. Um, or more, honestly, of sunrise to sunset and then star photography with the campfire yeah, of course <laughs> uh yeah. but it was very long days but the people that were like there to benefit from like everything that was offered to them like i can only imagine like the the tools that they pulled away from it you know was, everybody walked away winning mm -hmm. so i think the goal here is to get on a retreat with keith yeah sounds great so I mean, first become an athlete <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah 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 Done. run mountains four thousand feet of her might get chosen yeah. to go to a photo session yeah. with keith you know i think sometimes we're very um i can be uniform in my creativity mm. and yesterday opened up my eyes uh working with you and seeing you present and to sell an experience i think there's something really special about that and i think that that's kind of the pivot and i think that that's where the industry should start going i mean I think you nailed it with the phone stuff, looking down at it too much and people are needing it more than ever. I think it's authentic. I think everyone wins. Yeah. So I think it's really cool. Yeah. And it's really important to just have fun, you know? Right. You forget that. that, that is, I guess that's one of the problems, yeah, with, with art becoming your job is the reason you want to do it in the first place is because it's fun. And right. sometimes we do forget to have fun. Yeah. You know, like, because, you know, there's jobs that are just, you know, fun and you know making short films is just you know fun and podcasting can can be can be fun, fun. not this one but it's funny it can be fun but yeah so so often like we get you know the job i'm doing right now where it's just kind of head down editing like you kind of forget like like i'm sitting there getting paid to just to edit video it doesn't matter what it is yeah. like that's amazing I, yeah. I love that i get to do that mm -hmm. for a job Keith, thanks, bro. Yeah, man. Thank yeah. you for coming on. Really it appreciate fun. it. Was, really, some really good, insightful stuff, yeah, too. Man. Thanks yeah. for thanks for getting real. Thanks for giving the listeners an experience. Mm -hmm. Thanks for giving the people you photograph an experience. Looking forward to working with you, man. This yeah. year's going to be sick. Dude, yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be a great year. You guys both crush it. I've worked with both of you on like a few different projects now. Yeah. Ed, man, we're just, we're just getting started. Like we haven't yeah. known each other for very long. Right. And so we have, so a, we have a long, long future ahead of us. Absolutely. I mean, you'll be on the next feature shooting all the photos on it. Absolutely. So, 100%. 100%. Let's do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
Can I plug my socials real Please quick? Please do. Yeah, let's exit yeah. through the gift shop. That was another thing I wanted to ask you. Okay. Yeah, yeah uh, Instagram at FearNowKA and website FearNowMedia.com. Cool. And we'll, we'll link all these in the description yeah, cool. for, the, yeah. for the episode as well. Make sure everything's linked. And yes, that is Keith's real last name. His yeah, last name Fear is now. Fear Now. What a cool last name, by Fuck. the way. What I want to know, sorry, real quick before we sign <laughs> up. Like, what so, the, so the what dopest the, last name? Well, one of the things I've heard is that last names, a lot of them came from uh, occupations of like your ancestors, right? Mm. So mine's Colburn, right? So maybe I had ancestors that did something with coal or mining or burning or whatever. Like, what Whoa. could Fear Now be? Jesus. Um, <laughs> My dad was certain. <laughs> oh, Satan uh, fear now. <laughs> I honestly don't don't know. I know that I have family that was uh, originated from the Netherlands and from Germany. Other than that, hmm. who knows? It, probably what I said is completely false. <laughs> yeah, I was I was I was gonna follow up with never heard that, Ron. <laughs> oh, dude, I could fill a dump truck with the amount of things you don't know. <laughs> And with that, big dump truck. (laughs) And with that, we're out. All right, love you guys. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.